Hey, y'all, it's your wedding planning besties, Mary and Angela, and we want to welcome you back to another episode of The Ring Dish, the dish on all things wedding, where we give honest wedding advice as professional wedding planners in the Dallas-Fort Worth area in Texas. We're going to dive right in today because we've got a lot to cover. It is fairly common, actually, that we have couples that are getting married and having their reception at two different locations. So if that's you, this episode is for you. We're going to give you our best tips and tricks for having this ceremony at one location and the reception at another. Now, we don't just mean two different locations on the same property. We mean completely different properties. So that for example, could look like a church ceremony and then a reception venue. First things first, we're going to above all recommend that if this applies to you, if you are getting married at a separate location than your reception, we always recommend professional wedding day timeline help. But in this case, it is absolutely imperative. We would be happy to help you set up your wedding day timeline and you can schedule that through the link in our show notes. Throughout this episode, we are going to have some questions for you to consider and your answers to those questions are going to determine the entire timeline and flow of your day. So this episode is a great starting point, but we absolutely, again, recommend sitting down with a professional, whether that's us or your coordinator, to discuss how your answers to these questions will change the flow of your day. Let's dive in. Okay, first things first, we are going to talk transportation. You've got to figure out, one, where are you starting? Two, are you going to the reception venue before your church ceremony? Or are you going straight to your ceremony location after getting ready. You have to think about not only your transportation, but your bridal party's transportation as well. Most couples will do a first look at their reception venue or at their ceremony location if they're doing a first look. So that means our guys and gals should not be riding together. Yeah, that's a good point. So like, even if you are doing a first look, you're probably not doing it until you get there. So you have to arrange separate transportation for at the very least the bride and groom. And also I want to add in your getting ready location. So on your wedding day, you can have a handful of venues that you will be at that day. Are you getting ready at a hotel or a friend's house, then going to your ceremony location, then going to your reception location? Are you getting ready at your reception location, going to your ceremony location, and then back to your reception location? Does your ceremony location have a getting ready room where you're getting ready there? And then you're going to your reception location? There are all these questions that will dictate what type of transportation you need and when. Uh, most often, let's kind of go through them really quick. If you're getting ready at a friend's house and then you'll go to ceremony location and then reception location, you probably want to figure out if you need to hire transportation to get your bridal parties. I say bridal parties, that includes um, groomsmen as well, uh, to get your bridal parties from one location to the next. And then of course, from ceremony location to reception location. Now, if you are doing reception location, getting ready, then ceremony location, then back to reception location to party. You don't have to worry about 
having any sort of transportation to the reception venue first. However, you will want transportation from the reception venue to the ceremony location and back. And depending on if you're doing a first look, will determine what type of transportation you need. If you need two separate vehicles, if you can all ride together. Do you see what we're saying? There are so many moving pieces that will dictate exactly what needs to happen and what your needs are. That is why we always recommend professional help. Absolutely. Like even just listening to you right now, my brain was kind of like spinning with all of the possibilities. I would say too, in our experience, when we have had a separate ceremony and reception location, the time that we have at the ceremony location is more limited. For example, lots of people really want to get married in a little white chapel. Maybe that's just a thing in the South. You can tell us, our, all of our Northern listeners and all of our listeners from out of the United States, you can tell us if that's just local to us or if that's everywhere. But in those cases, a lot of times you only have the chapel for a couple of hours, whereas you may have the reception venue for much longer. So here's another tip. We always recommend that you do family photos at the ceremony location because everybody is already together. One of the biggest headaches you can give yourself on your wedding day is if you let everybody leave and then try to do family photos at the reception location. Family photos in general are just like herding cats. Anything that you can do to make that process go more smoothly, you are going to thank yourself and your photographer is going to thank you. Now, this completely depends on how long you get to be on the ceremony property. So like if that is a church or a chapel, you may have more time pre or post wedding. So in some cases, this means that you have the ceremony location, chapel, church, whatever, for several hours before the ceremony, but not after. So in this case, You'd be getting ready there. We'd probably recommend a first look, but it depends. And you could have family arrive early for photos. If you have half an hour to 45 minutes at the ceremony site after the wedding, that is when we would recommend doing family photos. The reason family photos prior to the ceremony are never our first choice, or at least extended family photos, is because you can rarely guarantee that everyone will show up on time with enough time for photos. Guess what? I'm about to sound like a broken record, but we go over this in detail during our timeline call. And not only that, we actually have a document and graphics to make sure that your day goes smoothly throughout the entire thing, but specifically when it comes to family photos. So one of the documents that we send you after the timeline call is a photography shot list. Honestly, it's one of my favorite things we do with any of our clients because family photos are pure and total chaos without the right preparation. Weddings are pure and total chaos without the right preparation. <laughs> <laughs> that is the truth. So y'all, it's not just an hour long call where we go through your timeline. We go through all your final details. We make sure you are not missing a thing on your wedding day. And we give you, we provide you with all of these different documents. All of these little details may seem small now, but two days after your event, two months after your event are going to be really big things if you didn't do the pre-work prior. And our documents just make it a little bit easier for you to do that. All right. Back to tips for a separate ceremony and reception venue. We're going to end it again with logistics. So if we have a ceremony location, 
what do we normally have at ceremony locations besides for people? We have florals, decor, guest books, family heirlooms, possible items for communion or any other sort of religious ceremony. It is important to think about if these items are needed at the reception location, who is in charge of getting it there, and how will it get there? So florals, usually if you have large floral pieces, you can hire your florist to move them. Very easy. Decor, well, that kind of depends on the decor you have. Is it just a welcome sign? Is it a guest book sign? Do you have aisle markers or pew markers that are florals? Or are they DIY bows? Or did you have a decorator come in? Did you have an arch piece? Did you have chairs brought in for you and your fiance? We've had that before. What are we doing with those chairs after? Do we need to make sure that the rental company comes and picks, picks those up? in a certain amount of time. Does Aunt Susie have enough room in her car to transfer florals? Will Uncle Jason remember to grab the guest book when he's ready for the bar? These are all actions that we need to make sure that we have a responsible person in charge of. Now, if you hire professional help on your wedding day, right? Like a day of coordinator, wedding planner, full service florist. Florist, again, will move your florals. Wedding planner, day of coordinator, would be happy to take your guest book and any small decor pieces to the reception site for the most part. I know we would. Yes, totally. And like, that's the thing is that we can really only speak for ourselves, but have these conversations with your coordinator or planner and your florist and just tell them what your expectations are and see if it's something they're willing to do. If not, family and friends will usually help out, which is great as well. Mary, one of my favorite things is when you like come up with a family name on the fly where you're like, Uncle Jason. <laughs> That's what I've never used before. <laughs> I know. I know. I'm like, uncles always seem to be the uh, loose cannon. Always. Y'all, so in summary, our best advice for you is to really pay attention to the logistical aspects if you're having separate ceremony and reception venues. Everything we've talked about today is basically logistical possible issues. And so that is why it's important to make sure you have clear communication with all of your venues, all of your bridal party, and all of your family and vendors who are going to be included at both venues. Above all, we hope that y'all gathered from this that this will affect your wedding day timeline. And at the end of the day, we do this because we want you to have the most beautiful wedding day possible. That's why we became wedding planners. And that's why we started hosting this podcast. We want to give you all of the tools that you need to make your day flow smoothly so that you have nothing but positive memories. So until your magical day comes, happy planning.